Tell him he's on. Yo, Kyle. Yo, you're live on the Bone Zone with Steve McJones. <laughs> That's what what they do in New York is they go to like all the uh, grocery stores that have like free samples and they just like live off of all of the samples. It's not a bad idea, actually. They should get on food stamps. Yeah. Food stamps rules. You have food stamps? Yeah. <laughs> it was so easy to get. Dude, they're kind of sick because you can just, like, get a shit ton and then ball out in the grocery store. Like, <laughs> Dude, I mean, you get pretty well fed on food stamps. I'm, like, trying new recipes and shit. Yeah. I'm, like, I've never even, I never even wanted to make curry. <laughs> but I have the money to try it now. Damn, you're trying curry? Yeah, dude, curry chicken, curry whatever. That is kind of sick. It rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I recommend it all. Yeah, dude. So this is uh, podcast number two. Uh, welcome back to the Bone Zone. The Bone Zone with Steve, <laughs> with Steve McJones. McJones. I got fucking Drew Montana. Uh, Drew, you know, looking to this guy over here. This one's on you. Yo, this one's on both. Of I'm us. happy to be here, dude. Yeah, shouts out. I'm glad, dude. Now, when I asked you if you had a topic, oh, here's another thing I like about you. Sometimes I ask people, and they're like, "Man, I don't have a topic. Just like, let's just fuck around on the pod." And I'm like, no. "Oh, you want to be like every other comedy podcast in Philadelphia?" Yeah, I already do one of those, dude. Let's yeah. talk specifics. Let's talk specifics, and you're like, "All right, so we can either do it on North Korea mm-hmm. <laughs> or America's Got Talent." You know why I picked these two is because I often try and bring them up on Durag, and Naeem and Rob shut it down immediately. <laughs> they're like, "We don't want to talk about that. It's gay." I mean, why is North Korea gay? Um, I think it's like anything that I know to like, even know a little about. They're like, yo, chill. <laughs> like anything that you have any like actual in- intelligence yeah. on. They're like, we don't need this. Um, but I decided, I don't think we're the most qualified to talk about North Korea. I just Fair. feel like w- I would have given like a history lesson on North Korea. Fair. That's what they say. <laughs> and then you would have been like, yeah, a bunch of people still die there, and yeah. it's fucked up. And then that would have been the whole thing. It would have been pretty boring. <laughs> I see their point now. Yeah. But I was talking, I asked my buddy, I was like, kind of like weighing the options. And he's like, dude, you got to go America's Got Talent. Because like, anybody can get on that show, dude. Yeah. Dude, just like from town to town, anybody can get on that show. And like part of it, part of the show is like making fun of people. Like, it's literally just being like, look at this fucking idiot yeah. that thinks they can, like, dance or something. Dude, so I watch it from the perspective of, like, OG Simon Cowell. Oh. If that makes sense. Yeah, because like, he used to be a dick. He dick. used to be a dick, and now he's, like, he's getting older and he's a little nice. And, like, he's still mean sometimes. But I watch it from, like, there's four judges. He's one of them. I'm the fifth judge, and I'm old Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like... Damn, you put a thought into this dude, like, perspective. Do. You don't watch it as an audience member. You're no. above that, dude. Yeah, no, I'm into the show. <laughs> it's only my first season really watching. Like, oh, my, I was going to say, how long you just... So my parents used to watch it, and I would, like, tune in once in a while. Yeah. But I never, like, got into it. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan either. But with streaming, it made it easier. And, like... What's it on? It's on Peacock. Oh, okay. So And this is the first year I've had Peacock, so I'm like, it's yeah. just easy to... You're the first person I've met that has Peacock, so... Really? <laughs> dude, I got Peacock when it was free. Is it not free anymore? No, I thought it was four, always free. Four ninety nine a month. Damn, right now. Yeah. that is crazy. You got yeah. on. Were you like grandfathered in, or they started making you paying it? Paying for Somehow it. I'm paying for it now. I Damn. think I was supposed to get grandfathered in. And, yeah, yeah, and they got your credit card. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, fucked. yeah, the money's not going towards food though. No, for sure. it's going <laughs> towards. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy to have food stamps and peacock. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild, bro. Uh, so you started watching. What made you want to get into it like this year? Dude, you know what it was? It was Feel Good TV. Just Feel Good TV. I love fucking 
Is that like a genre? No, it's uh, it's in my mind. It is. <laughs> I so I started watching. You know what it started with? I started watching. Uh, have you ever seen like the videos of dudes at NBA games that at halftime? They'll hit like a half court shot and win like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then fucking like LeBron James will run out and hug him. And yeah. So I I watched a compilation of those one day. Damn. And there was a dude that uh, a dude hit a million dollar full court shot, and then Michael. This is when uh, Michael Jordan was playing for the Bulls. Okay. And Jordan ran over and like hugged this dude, and I was like, "This is the sickest shit ever." <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care that like there's no dialogue, anything like, you get to watch a fan. That was yeah. just there. He's like, just like a fan. He just like dude, showed he, up to the game. Yeah, he could be a janitor. He could be a teacher. He could have no job. Damn. He hit a shot that gave him a million dollars and Michael Jordan hugged. Damn. Yeah, so I was like That's got to be at least worth another million, right? Yeah. Like a, Michael, a hug for Michael Jordan? That's crazy. Dude, it like, I found myself like by myself on the couch smiling watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, this makes me feel good. Yeah, that's what I was actually curious as to like why America's Got Talent is still on after all these years because I've never like gotten into it uh, specifically, but like it talks about like the heaviness of the emotion. Like even watching like a five minute clip, usually you got to watch a whole movie, right, to like really get invested emotionally in something. But then, like you said, you see somebody that you're like, damn, that's a, like a janitor or something. Dude, mm-hmm. my my front runner for America's Got Talent this year, my favorite contestant is a blind Chinese retarded lady. Damn, dude, what does what does she do? She sings her ass off. She can barely talk. Like she, she can say like "thank you" and that's it. Damn, she can't talk. But dude, when she sings, she's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's those it makes the- you feel good, dude. I'm like, this rules. This lady is a handler. I never like she can't she- even walk she's- anywhere. I didn't. I never thought you'd like allow an old Chinese lady to affect you emotionally. Young dude. Chinese lady. Okay, she's but, young. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Um. <laughs> dude, neither would I. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, what got you into yeah, it, Yeah, it's, it's feel-good TV. That's yeah. what it is. I think the best part is when, like, the person doesn't match what they do. Like, I think that's why, like, Susan Boyle, like, hit it off. Because people, because, like, you Did have, she win? Um, yeah, I think she won. She got real famous. She got real it. famous. I don't know if she won or not. Yeah, I don't think you, she won. No way. She was, like, Britain's Got Talent, too, I think. Yeah, they started both in the same. Yeah. I think they started it. That's the thing I don't like about America's Got Talent now is there's almost no Americans. Yeah, even the judges aren't originally American. Is what yeah. Like, none of the current judges. Howie is. I think. No, he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? None of them are American. <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing about the show is American. Yeah, not at all. Except the idea that. You know, you know, even the lowest of the low can make it to the top. I think that's the whole. I guess, dude, thing, it's kind of right? gay. <laughs> I agree, but that's what you were in it for. You just said that. But I was yeah, saying, right. I think like the best ones are the people that you like underestimate because like everybody wants this idea. I actually had this conversation. We're about to get deep real quick. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation uh, recently with uh, a figure in my life, an authoritarian figure in my life. They'll say um, that like. I feel like uh, one time I was on, sh- on Shrooms and my buddy and I were like talking about, you know, Tommy Wiseau, the guy that did like The Room? Yeah, yeah. And like they were kind of like making fun of him after like the disaster artist came out like on live TV and everything. And I was feeling bad. But like he's an ugly motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking like vampire. Like yeah. he looks disgusting. Sometimes that's all you notice about people, bro. I know, dude. There was a dude that made a great tackle in the Monday Night Football game last night, and he got up, and I couldn't even focus on the play <laughs> he made. I was like, yo, he's butt ugly. 
Bruh. This dude's face is horrible. Dude, that's what happens, like, when, I, especially when I'm high, like, watching a TV show or a movie or something. Like, it's not like I want to be judgmental, but it's like, I'm, I don't want to look at this. You yeah. know what I mean? It's no, like, you understand why ugly people people aren't on billboards yeah it's like like ugly girls that are like i should be a model and you're like fucking relax lady yeah. like if i drove past you on 95 i'd crash and kill everybody <laughs> like <laughs> i can have a hot thick bitch up there but ug- no yeah yeah yeah. And, and you still might crash from the hot thick bitch but less, yeah less likely less yeah. likely yeah, yeah for sure but like the idea is that like whether we like it or not i think and uh, tell me if you agree people that are celebrities or like become successful are typically attractive because a lot of qualities that it takes to be attractive like even basic ones like working out like hygiene shit like that is is like part of like what the the same discipline that like helps you become successful you know what i mean um mm, maybe but i think people are just born good looking sometimes i mean that's also and it happens but like also like i agree because the ugly people that get famous are almost famous because they're ugly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying is, like, I was trying to describe this to this person. And she was, like, trying to come up with examples of famous people that were, like, ugly. And it was, like, hard for her to do. <clears throat> but she was, like, Susan Boyle. And I'm like, okay, there are exceptions. But I feel like they're exceptions because we want there to be exceptions. Yeah, also no one knows Susan Boyle anymore. Yeah, where'd she go? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, she was an ugly girl that was good at singing. And then that's... That's it. Like, that was her 15 minutes of fame. Was she really that ugly, or was that... Damn, you saying Susan Boyle's attractive, I think bro? she... No, I'm thinking... She's she, bad, bro. No, You're I'm not it? saying that. I'm saying she might be fake ugly. She might be... Oh, shit. Damn, she pulled, a, like, a Nanny McPhee. I think she pulled a Nanny McPhee. That's honestly. crazy. Because she almost looked like Nanny McPhee. She did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I think it could be that type of thing. Because fucking... Dude, I've noticed AGT does that, where, uh... So, like, the auditions, the the first couple rounds of auditions aren't the auditions. Yeah. Like, you don't see the bad acts that don't make it through. Right, right, You right. see only the good acts, and you see, um, what is it, like, producers and, like... Yeah, I got the whole fucking thing where they, like, you have to send in... Actually, did you know back in, like, 2008, they allowed uh, auditions to be sent in via MySpace? Isn't that no. Crazy? That's wild, isn't it? It is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I know Rob auditioned for it. No it, way. What? Yeah. Uh, like 2013, 14, his Rob band did. Yeah. yeah. Rob Cruz did, and uh, they didn't get past the first round. Damn. Which is crazy because Rob's band is like they so, were they were good. Yeah. But um, yeah, they didn't get past the first round, but so they never like made it to the the stage. They never saw Simon or whoever was judging at the time. Yeah, it only happens after the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But you notice it because like. The bad, the bad acts or the people that don't get through in the auditions or like the first round of auditions that they show on TV. Yeah, it's all like, it's clearly a plant. Right. It's somebody who's like so abstractly bad. Yeah. That like, like they're singing like, and hitting no notes or they're like. It's the ones that they want you to make fun of. They go out I mean? there and they juggle and they drop every ball. It's like stupid shit like that. Yeah. They're the only ones who don't go through. Right, right, right. And then everyone else goes through. I think they hire people. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did hear, I did read about that too. It's like they definitely like, they're allowed to use. You sign a contract when you do it, and they're allowed to use any part of your personal life to like create a narrative for you, like a story. 
Damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but it is like it has to be like based off of their real life. You know what okay. I mean? So oh, it's I like thought, okay. I thought they were making up stories. No. I was gonna say that would make sense. But they can like work up details and shit. Like, oh, you were a vet, so like, yeah, you're pretty like depressed about that, huh? Or like, like you're pretty messed up from the war. Or something yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? Well, that makes sense. Cause yeah, most of these people like they get famous so quick mm-hmm. that I don't know if they had this following before the show or not. Like, there's this one girl that was on there. That she was like a singer. She was kind of hot. She was like nineteen, twenty. Yeah. And uh, but she was like she worked at Papa John's. Okay. And that was like that was the narrative they were running with heavy. They right. were like, "This is the pizza girl." Yeah. And then it was just showing videos of her like cutting up pizzas, and she's <laughs> like, "I can't wait to get out of this Papa John's." I was like, "You're fucking nineteen. Go back to school. Like, yeah. <laughs> life's not over. You don't need to die in this Papa John's, bitch." Like, yeah, that's crazy. You also have five hundred thousand followers. Also, so. of the pizza chains to work at, Papa John's <laughs> is not that bad. Yeah, it's decent pizza. It's a decent pizza yeah. one. Yeah, it's a good lunch break every day. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, but uh, so I, I wanted to go back to like subverting expectations because, like, even I feel like some of the attractive ones, you're like, "Damn, you don't need this. You don't need to win." You know what I mean? You get somebody that's way too attractive on there. It's like they. Well, oh, on AGT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think like the people going through. Now it's really not attractive people anymore. AGT really? is made for like ugly people. That was because the yeah. winners go to Vegas, and that's where ugly people thrive. <laughs> <laughs> ugly people is can make it in Vegas. Oh yeah. Wait, what are your sources for that? Been there, dude. <laughs> Most people in Vegas look like shit. Damn. <laughs> it's pound for pound, the ugliest city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone there looks like a fucking a crock pot full of pulled pork. It's uh, crazy. Even like the strippers. And shit. Yeah. Damn. They all smell like barbecue and uh. cigarettes and monster. Uh. They all look like they don't sleep. <laughs> they all look like they haven't sat down in days. Yeah. I like uh, Paige Campbell's bit where he's like, yeah, I think my vibe is uh, Las Vegas, Vegas during the day. Dude, Paige, Paige would thrive in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Paige is a perfect example of he belongs there, dude. If you go to Vegas and look around at like 1 p.m., 2 p.m., like everyone looks like Paige, men and women. <laughs> like a Beavis and Butthead <laughs> character. That's they crazy. all look like Paige. Yeah, all right. No, I will never go to Las Vegas. <laughs> or maybe once just to like see. No, Vegas does rule. <laughs> it's cool when you have shit to do. Yeah, yeah, like when you don't a have comedy sh- show. Or yeah. Something. You don't have shit to do. We went out there for Skankfest last year, and it ruled. Yeah. And then uh, I'm doing the same thing this year, but, like, it was the cheapest option for flights. Mm. But uh, Skankfest ends Sunday, so you party all day Sunday. You wake up Monday, and you have to leave. Okay. But Monday, like, if you leave at, like, noon, you're good. Right. But if you leave at, like, fucking... 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., like, you're just standing in Vegas all day. Uh. There's nowhere to sit. <laughs> the whole literally there's they like strategically do that really yeah just like outside like there's even no in, like, benches bars, casinos no benches wow every uh bar or casino you have to spend money in oh true yeah. so and if you want to seat, you got to sit at like the slot machine right or, like, that's the only places you can sit damn Vegas sucks, bro. Vegas we're, sucks. We're dude. not here to talk about Vegas. Yeah, my bad. Kinda. Right. That's where the AGT guys go. Oh, uh, true, true, true. Yeah, but yeah, um, Vegas stinks. I was gonna say, I feel like they want you to like subvert your expectations, cause like when you see like a little girl, like I saw this one little girl and her brother go up, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be cute, but it's probably just gonna be like another like little kid singing or something like that, mm-hmm. and then the little girl starts singing like screamo. And you're like, oh shit! <laughs> that's that, kind of yeah. Fire. That's what they do. <laughs> it's all like, it's all supposed to be fucking 
hard lefts. But also it's not, because then, like, a lot of times it is what you expect. Yeah. Like a fucking skinny Chinese guy will go up there and he'll be like, I'm here to do magic. And you're like, okay. Yeah, that, that checks out. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to read some of the other rules for you. Um, so when you audition, you're not allowed to wear brand names, logos, or sports teams at all, which I think kind of blows. Uh, yeah. No, now that I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it and everyone wears like pretty plain shit. Yeah, they don't want the commercialized uh, shits going on. Auditions, the first audition is only 90 seconds. The first televised audition? No, the ones it? that you can send in, I think. Okay. Imagine doing like stand up for 90 seconds. Yeah, I want to do a live podcast on AGT. <laughs> Yo, our talent is our podcast. Yeah. I'm just going to sit down with the boys, and I'll be like, hold on, we get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch for another 45 yeah. minutes, Naeem will say something funny. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Let it build. Yeah. Rob Cruz will be quiet for like 15 minutes, and then he'll say something <laughs> He'll hilarious. start sniping, don't worry. <laughs> just let him cook. Just let him cook. They require, oh, after you, after the first one, the judges audition, they do require a background check. I don't know. I feel like uh, that's important for people to know. Yeah. I guess that's good. <laughs> well, At- because I saw one where they, like, go up to the, fu- the the judges and, like, start doing magic on them or something. And it's like, I don't know. Oh, true. safe and shit. True. Yeah. So they have to get a background check before they meet the judges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't meet them right off the bat. Damn. That would suck. Yeah. You're like, that was 20 years ago. I haven't... I don't even like tits anymore. <laughs> I would never grab your tits, Sophia. Yeah, so there goes your idea of uh, the podcast on the uh True. The judge. No, we'd be fine, I think. <laughs> you think they'd let you through? We got all that expunged. We're good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, after, what, five, seven years? Something like that? I'm it is hilarious to be, like, a great opera singer, and then they tell you, hey, you can't go through due to your background check. <laughs> and just, like, a dude freaking out at producers be like, what do you mean nonviolent? Offender or like violent offenders can't yeah. fucking. <laughs> I was just selling coke like three years yeah. ago. You would calm down. That's crazy. Oh, dude, I read this thing that was fucking hilarious. Some acts like get dangerous. Like they are like they're supposed to, like some of them like obviously have risk. And there's this one guy, uh, Ryan Stock or Stack. He was actually accidentally shot in the neck with a flaming arrow by his wife. <laughs> on air on air yeah 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 on air he he made it al- out alive which is why they like showed it but jesus Christ. i just thought that was fucking crazy dude yeah some of them i'm surprised nobody has hasn't died on there yeah there was one i was watching this year where a guy was like this sword swallowing guy yeah he fucking dude first of all he had he had these two drills that had corkscrews on the end of them like sharp metal corkscrews yeah long one and he put put each one up his nostril and was holding drills like this just started ripping them and they went fucking like i don't even know into his brain yeah crazy and then he so he took those out and then he started swallowing swords (laughs) no that no first i think he swallowed a sword that was nothing he pulled that out then he fucking he did this thing where he uh he had like these two big hooks like two, I guess not like fish hook sharp, but two pretty sharp hooks, and they uh, they were attached to chains, which were attached to a harness. Yeah. So this lady got in the harness. He put the fish hooks in his eyes, Jesus and then Christ. picked this bitch up with his eyes, <laughs> with hooks in his eyes, bruh. And then he swallowed another sword and got like lifted into the air and spun around with a whole sword in his mouth, and then. 
they go to the judges or whatever and they're asking him questions. Yeah. And he's like he's like holding his neck and you could tell like You can't talk after that. Yeah, this guy's fucked up. This guy's like fucked up. He needs a handler, dude. Yeah. That's terrifying. They were like, All right, we we understand you're hurt. We're gonna let you go here, but real quick. When he did and then they start like giving him criticism. I'm like, get this guy help. Get him medical attention. Yeah, dude. And then he got voted off the next night. Jesus. I was like, this sucks, dude. <laughs> he just picked the bitch up with his eyes. Yeah, you got to imagine you get some, like, notoriety from that, I guess. But, like, honestly, yeah. like, how big are daredevils nowadays? Like, Chris Angel had the biggest phase, I think, with that. Like, And he did magic, too. And he did, like, mix of magic and, like, daredevil shit. Yeah. And, like, now, I don't know. They don't pop up for me anymore. I, I mean, maybe it's probably, like, the algorithm has to choose it for you. I mean, there's got to be, like, an audience for that. But that I don't think that guy, even if he won. He's not selling out every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one gives a fuck about, like, Your pyro shit, like, fire and swallowing swords. Yeah. I feel like after you watch the first sword swallow, you're like, all right, like, what else? Yeah. What else is there? You know what I mean? I got 55 more minutes of this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you can only spice it up in so many ways. Yeah. He's like, now I'm going to swallow a bigger sword. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't do that. <laughs> you don't even have to do that. I mean, it is impressive. I couldn't. I wouldn't put a butter knife down my throat. So yeah, <laughs> I think would would it be more impressive though to swallow the entire butter knife and like not pull it back shit out? Shit it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my biggest fear. Yeah, shitting out the knife. No, just swallowing it whole. Shitting out a butter knife probably isn't hard. You think that's easy? <laughs> I have turds that are worse than butter knives every day. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I was gonna say that shit out a double wide butter knife every morning. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> At least you got some like butter with it, though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If you're using a butter knife, you gotta hope that there's butter. I eat like so much olive oil, dude. <laughs> yeah. I used to uh, before I went bald. I used to like I heard some guy like a, a grandpa would take like a shot of olive oil every day, and it like that's why he said his hair was stayed so fresh forever. So I started taking shots of olive oil, <laughs> like every day for like a year, bro. My shits were gross, <laughs> and it didn't it didn't work. Obviously, it obviously did not work. Damn, that is funny to like do the experiment and it have it not work. You were just drinking olive oil for yeah. no reason. <laughs> yeah, that shit was gross, dude. That shit was nasty. I know dudes that uh, they're like one of my dad's friends. He drinks a shot of a uh, was it red apple vinegar or red cider oh, vinegar yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, I mean, red apple vinegar, that's what it's called, like I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, he drinks vinegar every day. That's like, disgusting. It's like, that's the worst shit ever, dude. Oh, dude, I know somebody that got so used to it, he's just, like, taking a sip out of the bottle. Instead the of, like, vinegar? Yeah, like, yeah, the apple vinegar shit. What? I think it's, like, apple cider vinegar, is that the right Dude, thing? that shit is so disgusting. It's nasty as fuck. I remember I drank some one time because I had to pass a drug test, <laughs> and I I was told that that you would help. <laughs> yeah, and I still I did. Did you still actually? Fail. Yeah. That's awesome. But dude. it was, like. I I knew I found out about the drug test like four days out and I'd been smoking my entire life. Right. So I didn't have like weeks to detox. So I was like cranberry juice, red cider vinegar, whatever. I was just taking everything. You got to get the shit that like lines. Dude, I think that's like probably the best way to do it. Have like the multiple layers of defense. You know what it I mean? It didn't work. No, it, it still didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you like, pee, like, yeah, yeah. You have I to, was like, like unhealthy throwing up and failing drug tests all in one. It was great. God damn it. No, I hate vinegar, too. One time when I was a kid, uh, I drank red Kool-Aid, and it, like, got stuck to the top of my lip, and I had, like, a red Kool-Aid mustache. 
And I was like, Mom, you got to help me get rid of this. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to go into school tomorrow and people are going to make fun of me. And then she like, she's like, all right, I got it. And she put vinegar on my top lip and just burnt the shit out of my entire mouth. Yeah. And then I hated it forever. It's not a great story, but. No, it is. I mean, it's like it. it it's a it's an example of why you should always try soap and water. Yeah. Instead of fucking <laughs> vinegar right off the bat. Yeah, it's a life lesson. Yeah. All right. America's Got Talent, though. Uh, Did you know that? The one million dollars. First of all, it's only one million. Like they never changed it. I feel like they should up it at some yeah, point. Yeah, there are game shows that are giving out more than that now. I guess like the no- notoriety is like dudes can win a million dollars on an in a night on certain game shows. In a, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. they can also lose it in a night. True, but like at least they have the chance to like. Win. I mean, yeah, I would love a million dollars. So I'm not. A million dollars would be great. But here's the thing: they pay it out o- over forty years. Forty years. For, so it's an annuity. This paid out over 40 years, and if you want to take it all up front, it's what it would be valued at present value. So it's like, it, this is what a million dollars would be worth in 40 years. So if you take it now, it's only like 300K, which is still like a lot. But like, yeah. What? It equals out to like 25,000 a year. That's bullshit. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. Isn't that garbage, dude? Yeah, they're fucking these people. Yeah, absolutely. They're giving their heart and their soul. And they don't help you book at all. Do you get the show in Las Vegas, and then after that, that's it. I mean, I'm sure they get, like, some type of management. Bro, you want to like it so bad. You want to give them the credit so bad. No, I'm saying, like, the, I don't think the people, uh, the producers give it to them. But I'm saying, like, if you win AGT, mm-hmm. there's no way managers and agents aren't hitting you up. Yeah, that's fair. But think about this. I was looking through the list. At least for a year. Yeah, they have a, Okay. I don't know anyone that's won it, honestly. Either. Yeah, I think, I don't know it, what happens if you win. It didn't specify this. But if you lose, if you get disqualified or, like, they they cut you, you're not allowed to do any other talent gigs for a year. That makes sense. I'm not allowed to go on uh, Judge Judy or any other courtroom TV shows. Oh, yeah, because you were on, what was Judge it Judge Mathis, yeah. Judge Mathis. Yeah, that makes sense. Bro, how did you, we got to talk about that. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not doing well, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> Case jokes are funny. I was just drunk one night, and I, uh, me and Courtney were talking about it. Went back when he used to live with me. We were like, "Dude, we should just hit up Judge Mathis and like see if we can get on." And we did. <laughs> and, then we, and then we got on. That's the end of this. So you guys just like made up a conflict? Yeah, we, dude, we made up like five different conflicts and sent them to like all the different court TV shows. Yeah. And uh, Mathis just happened to pick that story. <laughs> and it was that I had an ice cream machine. I had a McDonald's ice cream machine. And Courtney broke it. And he wouldn't pay me back because it was winter and nobody eats ice cream in the winter. That was his reason. That was his reason, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's and a logic there. I don't know if I agree with it. It's hilarious because Judge Mathis completely disagreed. But <laughs> Really? Yeah. He was like, you got to pay him for it. Yeah, I won the case. Damn. Yeah. Do they, like, does it even, they're probably not following up with it, right? Like, did Courtney no. end up, yeah. No, <laughs> well, they they pay it. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Damn, so you just made money for, like, yeah. signing up? They pay up to $5,000, which, if we knew that, we would have asked for way more. Damn. How much did you get for the ice we, cream machine? We asked for five fifty for the ice cream machine. Damn, bro. But we also, they pay for your flight, your hotel. Oh, okay. Um, they give you like food vouchers for while you're out there, and they give you a two fifty appearance fee. 
Oh, shit. So either, like, we both made, like, a little over 500 doing it. Yeah. Because we split the 550 at the end. It was more about the, the bit at that point. Yeah, it was yeah. just about the bit of, like, going yeah. on math. Well, that's the other thing is, like, you also, I saw the clips, bro. You were just giggling the whole time. I, dude, I held it together. Courtney giggled the entire time. <laughs> I was acting my ass off. Yeah. But fucking, it was funny because, like, Courtney presented that argument to Judge Mathis where he's like, he's like, Your Honor, nobody eats ice cream in the wintertime. And Mathis looked at him like he was retarded. He's like, he's like, you just think the ice cream industry shuts down from October to, I- uh, to <laughs> April? Is that what you're telling me? Big fan of ice cream, I guess. Yeah, Judge Mathis loves ice cream. Yeah, He loves cool. H&M, too. The store? Yeah, he told us that. Dude, you guys go way back. He just, like, in the middle of the show, plugged H&M. Because <laughs> Courtney said he got his suit at H&M. That's crazy. Judge Mathis said Courtney's suit was nicer than mine. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Courtney's like, I got it at H&M. I like that. And then he, in the third person, he said, Judge Mathis, love him some H&M. <laughs> I was like, all right. I guess that's why he's up there, bro. That's why he's he, the man. He's yeah. the man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He just, like, interjects, like, these little things. Dude, you only see him for, like, five, ten minutes. Yeah. I, like, our thing, I, I think our thing lasted maybe, no, it was probably, like, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, like, we were in the green room, like, waiting for, like, four hours. <laughs> You're in, like, this fucking closet. We had to be separated because they thought we actually hated each other. Oh, shit. <laughs> we had to, like, ride in separate limos to the hotel and shit. Yeah. And then, uh... I mean, you gotta you gotta keep it keep the bit alive. Yeah, we were I mean, selling it. Yeah, like, yeah, obviously when they dropped us off, we just linked up and like started drinking. Oh, all right, cool. But uh, were you drunk on air? No. Oh, okay, okay. Just after they dropped. Yeah, off. yeah, I got you. But um, like you're waiting around forever, and then they come and get you. Yeah. They're like, all right, it's time, and then you just go in there and you're like, fuck, 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 this is crazy. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like it's fucking happening. And That's... then Judge Mathis comes out. He's like, be seated or whatever, and then it's just on. And you're like, fuck, I'm on Judge Mathis right now. Is this he a is... real judge? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like if you just stand, if you wear one of those robes and you stand in front of people and then you refer to yourself in the third person, yeah. there's no way that people are going to, like, disrespect you. Yeah. you know I mean, he probably just started doing that. Dude, it was the first time. And it's weird because, like, you would think it's not the same as stand-up at all, but, like, anything performative, you would think that, like, I don't know, you know that, like, cameras are on, like. Yeah. But also, most of the time, cameras are on in my situation. I'm like, I can edit this, or I can, like, right. not put this out. Yeah, yeah, Like, when the cameras are on for Mathis, you're like, this fuck, dude, this <laughs> is on Fox. This sucks. That is crazy, yeah. dude. My grandma's going to see this. Like, Damn, yeah, imagine going on America's Got Talent in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah it's got to be nuts. Yeah. Would you do stand-up, you think? No. Fuck no. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. You just wouldn't do it in yeah, general? I don't think I would do AGT. I'm yeah, stand up never works well on there. Like there's a guy yeah. doing stand up that just made it to the finals. Yeah. But uh he's he also has like cerebral palsy. Oh. And like that'll help. He like talks through a speaker and Yeah. <laughs> it does none of it makes sense. How does the timing work with that, dude? He just holds his phone, he puts the microphone. Like next to a Bluetooth speaker, yeah, and then he just like presses bits. He does crush, but <laughs> he does kind of crush, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I, they wouldn't like what I do compared to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does anybody like what you do? Drew? Most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny. I think I, I I like what you do a lot, but thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so funny because like uh, we were with. Uh, 
a dirty comic. I don't. I guess I don't want to say his name, but we did the Ravioli House out in Westwood or Wildwood, mm-hmm. and it was just like he was just saying the most insane, like talking about like coming on his hand while he's tripping acid type of thing. He was just saying like the, the most gross shit, and I was just like, damn. I guess out of context, this is kind of just fucking wild that they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird when like, yeah, like if your parents ever like see you do comedy and like. It's like I I did well both times my parents saw me, but like I could tell they didn't get it. Oh uh, yeah, but they were like proud to see that. Yeah, you got the like time. they were like that's cool that like people fuck with this. Yeah, but I could tell they were like, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of AGT, fucking, I did uh the first like time I hosted at Helium. Yeah. I remember I told my dad because I was like he might be like proud of this and he thinks me doing comedy is gay. Yeah. And he might be like you know what I mean this is cool my son's like maybe not completely failing at this and i fucking i told him i was like dude i just did like a weekend with duck stanhope it was sick Damn, and he man. was like uh he was like that's awesome man he's like you ever gonna like work with jeff dunham or anything yeah <laughs> like, what like yeah. and it wasn't like he wasn't like dissing what i was doing or like stanhope at all yeah but he doesn't know comedy that well yeah but he loves jeff dunham for some reason I was yeah like, you mean the guy that has like a muslim character yeah bone made out of bone the yeah. bones fucking the, the jalapeno mexican yeah like, <laughs> jeff dunham is a racist hack he stinks and he has puppets doing it yeah yeah just so, that's the thing with ventriloquist i was on crashing actually with p holmes they were like you never want to f-. he was just doing some like weird shows just to get paid and it's like you never want to follow the ventriloquist because they can say shit without like it falling on them. They everybody thinks it's the pup. It was a Christian True. one, and they're like the puppets can say anything because they don't have souls. True. Yeah. I get. Yeah, puppetry stinks though, dude. Yeah. There's like there almost is nothing I would rather follow less. Yeah. <laughs> I went through a puppet phase, bro. I'm not. Did you? Lie. Yeah, it was bad. It was real like bad. Like ventriloquism. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, dude, I went through a lot of phases, bro. How do you think I got? Do you have any puppets, though? No. (laughs) Can you do one tonight at Great (laughs) Please. No, no, definitely not going to do that. Do sock sock guy, dude. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm good on that. What uh, what I wanted to finish up, I I cut you off before we got into it, was like your perspective of how you watch AGT. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were talking about how you watch it from like the fourth. Yeah, because the judges, I feel like that was like, when Simon left, like, I watched America's American Idol for a little bit. And when he yeah. left, it just got, like, shitty because, like, he was the best. Like, when there's an actual, like, when there's actual criticism, you know what I mean? Like, that's the shit. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, so even, that's why I brought up the, the auditions are, like, not the real bad ones. So everyone you see is either a plant or they're, like, at least decent. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do watch it from, like, that fifth judge's perspective of, like, all right, who's going to win what I thought was a million dollars and, like, more or less who can headline Vegas? Yeah. So, yeah. like, there are people that it'll be, like, a fucking, like, this one group this year was, like, a parents and their kids were, like, dancing or some shit. And, uh, I mean, it was cool and, like, the crowd fucked with it. But I was like, this would never win. This could never headline Vegas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, like, yeah. And it was the same with, like... That must be hard, like, in, in front of a live crowd. Dude, it's the same thing. With, there was, like, this fucking... The Baltimore Urban Youth Drum Academy or some shit, and it was, like, 20 black kids that were good at the drums. And I was like, that's sick, but it's not Vegas. Yeah. It's not... I don't... Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you just put more drums. That doesn't mean... But Simon said... This is why I fuck with Simon, dude. He's Simon back. Says, yeah. Simon says... He was like, 
guys belong at the Super Bowl halftime show, Damn. not in Vegas. Yeah. And that was his nice way of telling these 10-year-olds, you're not it. Damn. I could see you opening for Lizzo or some shit at the <laughs> Super Bowl, but. Yeah, he's back and better yeah. than ever, dude. Simon's the man still. No, that's good. Yeah, I feel like you get, like, softer in your old age, and then at a point you get, like, hit, like, a, a cynical age. Yeah. I mean. A little bit of cynicism. It's got to be hard being, like, 78 and looking like you're 22, just full of Botox, and, like. <laughs> Is he 78? He's one of the oldest yeah. people alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no. He's in his 70s. He's yeah. got to be. No, but I. They're all 70. No, there's no way, dude. I don't think that's I true. think Howie, Howie and Simon are both in their 70s. Simon's got to be like 62 max. I think he's 70, dude. Let's oh, see. Let me find out how old Simon Cowell is. I'm saying 62 max. No, he's got to be older than that. 63. All right. All right. Yeah. I was, I was you said bad. 62? I wasn't bad. I wasn't How old's off. Howie? Howie, he's got to be like maybe 60. Howie Mandel. No. 67. All oh, right. shit. Damn. Okay. They are older than I thought they were. Yeah, in our imaginations, they're like yeah forty five. But I mean, these dudes have been famous forever. Yeah, that's true. Like how, especially Howie Mandel's been famous since like fucking nineteen seventy. Damn, what is what is he even known for? He was a comic. No way. Yeah, really? he did stand up. Damn, I didn't yeah. know that. Is it good? Have you seen any of it? It's all right. Yeah, all right. It's not the best. Yeah. Well, it's nineteen seventies and like eighties comedy. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he made it that far, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 He did something with it, at least. It's hard to, like, it's hard to watch that shit now and put it in perspective. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? true. There's only, like, a few select comics from that time period that, like, have held up, for sure. Right. Uh, but I was going to say, like, yeah, like, keeping that, like, uh, that, like, mental attitude where it's, like, even though the crowd is going... Because you see it within stand-up, too. It's, like, because, you know, you if you have, like, a normal white suburban crowd, like, a lot of people... Pete Holmes can crush. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk shit about Pete Holmes. Dude, He's obviously. Anyone can crush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, this isn't, you know, seller like level. Or yeah. Something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you see it like every year at Philly's Funniest. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's killing the night? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> this sucks. We're all fucked. It is wild, dude. <laughs> yeah, which is what. Yeah, so, yeah, what do you want to do, dude? What do you. We're good. What are you gonna do with uh, with stand up, bro? I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, no, dude, it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. You gonna make it happen? Yeah, I mean, my my plan from the start was like build the army through the podcast, which is working. Yeah, and it's like it's getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, do rag and deer tech. Do rag and the deer tech. Check it out. Right. Um, my original plan was by the end of 2023, I wouldn't need a real job, and if I'd kept my real job all the way through the end of 22 <laughs> and all of 23, that would have been true because yeah. I had enough savings to make it this far. Right. And we're getting there. We're, like, slowly climbing. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when I left my real job, I had, like, nothing, and I was like, we're going to just do it. Yeah. yeah. Just go on. But, yeah, I think, like. You think it was has helped with your, like, nah, comedy? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's, like, it's so dumb when. Cause I'm I was never like a sit down and like force myself to write shit yeah, type bull. Yeah. So like, me having a real job and like sitting at a desk like doing data entry, and I was like, yo, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be writing jokes. Yeah. And like, now I'm there and I'm not. I'm just like playing Madden and jerking off. I yeah. jerk off like five times a day. <laughs> Until that hurts. Bet dude, between 10 a.m. and five, I jerk off so much. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And There's I always nothing else to do. Dude. Yeah. I just like I catch myself like walking upstairs with a boner, and then like 
15 minutes later, I'm walking back down the stairs, and I'm like, this is sad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is tragic. No, I feel that. I took a, I mean, obviously, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I'm not as far in as you, and I, I'm, I don't know. Stand-up isn't my main thing, but when I first was doing it for, like, you know, straight up for, like, a year and a half, I started, like, kind of, I don't know. It, it, it was wearing on me, I think. Yeah. And then I switched jobs, and I was on unemployment for a month. And so, like, if the goal of comedy is to get paid while doing comedy, that's kind of what I was doing for an entire month. Like, I was going yeah. out, like, four or five nights a week. It, but, yeah, it's the exact same thing where it's, like, I was not. Like, you go out and you drink until 3 a.m. Right. And you're not going to really wake up until, like, noon. And then you got to, like, eat and, like, do chores and shit. Yeah. And you're not you're not going to have time to write before the first mic, which, like, you got to start gearing up for at, like, 5, right. 6 p.m. anyways. Yeah, that's, I try not to drink as i mean i still i'm drinking now i drink most just nights one, but, just one drink. yeah we'll have more but <laughs> but um yeah i try not to like i used to get hammered when i first started yeah i'd like every night be out till like two in the morning drinking because it's like considered networking it's like the lifestyle that's what i was telling myself exactly that's yeah. what you tell yourself <laughs> and it's just like bro it's not conducive to actual yeah comedy which is sad yeah it's uh it isn't it isn't like you meet cool people I've met most of, like, the people that I'm friends with, like, just hanging. That's true. It's never, like, it's rare that someone, like, sees you kill and you see them kill. Right. And then you, like, meet in the back and Viking handshake and become <laughs> friends. Like, Yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's what the comedy scene is, too. Like, just fucking meeting people. And then, like, maybe sometimes you'll meet, like, a famous person. And then, like, trying not to, like, overdo it with showing them that you're funny. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, like, not trying to be too on around them, you know? Yeah. I I struggle with that where I'm, like, I don't want to, like, I don't, don't want to, like, butt in for no reason. Yeah. But then, like, the opposite of that is, like, I just get too high and say nothing. And yeah. <laughs> become completely unimpressionable. Yeah. yeah. No, that happens to me. That was, like, my first year and a half in the comedy scene. I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah, no, I'm still kind of like that. <laughs> I still talk to everybody, but nah. But you got the face, you got the notoriety. You know what I mean? Thanks, like, man. You got the army that you're trying to build up. We're trying. Yeah, um, the army's in cahoots, dude. The army, they're building. Yeah, <laughs> they're all talking to each other. They're all talking. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, I know we were talking about Gillis for a little bit, and it's like obviously I never like met Gillis or like I mean I met him once at Helium, but like talked to him a little bit. But like mm-hmm. seeing like him and then like all of his like people like matt and like lamar and like you know the whole squad like kind of come up with it yeah and like it fucking rules shane's the man watching people rise is crazy yeah yeah he's got like because he was like disgraced and now he's got a netflix special yeah like when i first started it's like i started like six months before shane got uh snl oh yeah so he was like still like known as the man out here and everyone's like yo he's gonna he's gonna pop and then, like, he got SNL, and everyone was, like, hype. And then it fucking fell apart quick. And then it went to the moon. Yeah. And then, yeah. And like, But that was, that's why he's the man is because, like, he brought everybody with him, including, like, Naeem. Him and Naeem weren't, like, they might have known each other before that. I don't th- maybe a couple times, but, like, they weren't tight. Yeah. But, like, he brings Naeem on the road. Naeem was, like, thanked in his Netflix special, like. Oh, damn, yeah. really? Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because you have more followers than Naeem on Instagram. I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the bazooka clips. Dude. It's definitely the clips. Naeem doesn't know 
how to use the internet properly <laughs> or he he should be famous already yeah, yeah he posted that picture with Chappelle, and it's like a very like old person picture yeah. where it's just like <laughs> yeah i'm like dude get get under some lights brother like, turn the flash on anything it's all good bro no, he's yeah he, but that is cool that to see him rise and like get the, the whole thing yeah um, i mean i'm i'm gay about it naeem like just makes it happen yeah, yeah, I like look up like best time to post on TikTok and Dude, shit. Dude, we were and, talking like, about that. That's like my like everyday struggle is like, do I try to post on time and like do hashtags and like do kind of the sellout thing? No, I'm fuck. I've decided I'm not gonna do it. Like, Dude, I did one today. I had to post hashtag funny, and it like <laughs> it hurt me to do it. I type. I literally typed that. in hashtag funny, and then I deleted it. Yeah, and then. I typed that it was something that I like changed it to like hashtag something else that's gay. <laughs> and then I deleted that one too and went back to funny. And I was like, I'm such a fucking homo right now. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's the fucking worst. It's like, yeah. why are we doing this? Like yeah, I this hate much it. work. I don't even think it'll change it that much. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. No, it means nothing. Yeah. But also like like I don't pay attention to like shit. But somebody just told me the other day, they were like, dude, I just saw your one thing got like a million views and like that was the first time that happened on Instagram, and it did have those hashtags. So, like, damn, I don't know how it works. Though. I don't have a million followers. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yep. but like, yeah, I really, I really have no idea how it works. I just like try shit. Yeah, no, it's fair. I think the thing that helps me is somebody told me once is like, I was like, I don't want to change my podcast for the sake of like getting bigger. Yeah, but he was saying you can do things that help you get bigger. So that way you don't have to change once you're big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of Matt and Shane, they kind of did that. It's like, yeah, like they don't have huge production value or like, it's honestly maybe the shittiest production value of any podcast I've ever done. Yeah. It's it's worse than this. Worse it's, than this, bro? It's just me. There's not even another person watching this. I mean, they have people watching and they're not doing anything. <laughs> they have like... They have like Lemare rolling up blunts in the background, yeah. but like <laughs> eating cookies yeah, and crinkling. No on one's the mic. doing shit. Yeah, they're just eating into the microphone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's literally, I think one camera. Damn. I think they do one camera. Yeah, and it's like an old fucking camcorder. That like, damn. Yeah, that is crazy. But it's one of the best shows. Yeah, in and the they world. also don't even. I don't. I don't think I've seen clips from them besides like they, fan making. They clips. do some clips. They do clips. Yeah, Sean Gardini will do clips. Okay. But yeah, he does like one or two a week. It's not like he's not like overloading the algorithm with it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, wouldn't it be nice if we could all do that, bro? I mean, you got it. You got. I don't know. I think you're you're like doing all the right things with the algorithm, dude. You got doing the deer tag clips. You've yeah. also got digital bazooka clips now. Yeah. What else? Stand up. You don't really post stand up clips. That I much. need to start. Nah, you could. But. I know people don't even like know that I do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for the best, but yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing all right things. Uh, I wanted to end it with uh, last time I gave you a gift at the end of it. I got another gift for you this time. No way, dude. Yeah, yeah this time I figured you might need it uh, as a dollar. Yes, <laughs> is it an autographed dollar. Yeah, yeah, by me, and also some multivitamins. <laughs> I don't trust these. <laughs> these. I got you some uh, the elderberry uh, look like vitamin D. Though, bro. <laughs> Hey, dude, dude, you want to show one of the cameras? Hold it up. <laughs> Fucking pink berry. That's crazy. <laughs> I was sitting on him, too. That's why. <laughs> oh, I dropped it. <laughs> All right, well, I don't want this one. Yeah, bro, you need them. You need them. 
Are they really vitamins? Yeah, dude, they're out. They're the ones I take every day. I, I was. Am I gonna look like you <laughs> in a couple of days? Probably, dude. Yeah. yeah I yeah. am taking this dollar. <laughs> you need it. Do see if it works. See if it works. That dollar fake dollar. No, it's. <laughs> If I get arrested at Grape Room tonight for this fake dollar, I'd be so mad. <laughs> it's a real dollar, but I did, like, defame it, so I don't know if you can still use it. I'm right. But, uh, but, yeah, it is signed by me, so if you save it, it could be worth, you know, a million dollars in a couple years, bro. Or it could be a tip to Derek tonight at Grape Room. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fair. But, dude, thanks for coming out. I'll give you a little mic bump. and uh, yeah, Thank you. Yeah, any last word? Drew Montana on Instagram? Yeah, Drew Montana on Instagram, Digital Bazooka, Durag and the Deer Tag. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. All right, dude. Cool. Sounds good. All right, thanks for coming out, dude.